Welcome to Drunk on Comics! Episode... What number? 280. 280. 280. Yes. Okay, episode 280. Uh, Josh here. <laughs> Did you forget who you were? Yes. <laughs> I totally forgot who I was. Uh, in the studio C yes. with uh, Linz. Yes. And Connor. And Connor. Who has been muted kinda for... Con- <laughs> kind of Connor. He's been put on mute. Yeah. Which... It's fine because you get plenty of Connor throughout this entire podcast. Yeah. Connor talked more than I don't know any other time in his life. <laughs> he had a lot to say today, which wasn't bad. It's just he's fourteen, so keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, just plan on hitting the you know ten seconds forward button a few times. Oh, it's okay, baby. I <laughs> Mommy loves you. Um, so we did some reviews today. I finally read Generations. Uh, Jean Grey and the Phoenix. Yes. Uh, we both read the uh, Dark Knight's Metal, number two. Yeah. And we talked about, in news, the passing of an icon, Len Wine. Yep. Uh, Hellboy's new image that got uh, put out there from the new film. Yes. And uh, some Star Wars. Star Wars. Rambles. So. From yeah, rambles. All of us, really. We got... <laughs> It wasn't so much Star Wars news, it was, it was a little the, well, bit of Star Wars news, the director, and, then, yeah. and then our opinions about Star, the Star yeah. Wars universe. <laughs> yes, as happens. So, sit back, relax, pour yourself a glass of witch's brew, and uh, enjoy episode 280 of Drunk on Comics. The FCC won't <laughs> let us be. I totally forgot what it's called. <laughs> The FCC won't let us be. The FCC won't let us be. You have that for like You're gonna have to scooch over because we're sharing a microphone. Mmm, that witch's brew is good. They should make a room comic book. A what? A room. The room, oh. The The room, the comic book. You're tearing me apart! (laughs) And then you literally tear apart the comic book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can can do a comic book of the room without having, like, (gasps) Tommy Wiseau's cadence. Because that's what really makes that movie... And like, is writing. David Blaine. He would have to write it. Yeah. David Plane Plane should be Doctor Strange. David Plane? Plane. Who's David Plane? <laughs> David Blaine? The magician. Should be Doctor Strange. Yeah. But there's a joke between me and my friends where we just cast terrible like Ex Benedict Cumberband is playing Doctor Strange. Did it start? It's always started. Oh, it's been around? It never really ends. It's been recording for like the past 10 minutes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you didn't say anything perverted or disgusting or embarrassing. Until we edit it. You guys want to hear an embarrassing story about Connor? Yes. <laughs> anyway, yes. There's a funny joke between Everyone me and my out there does. <laughs> uh, I guess. Welcome to Drunk on Comics, everybody. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The. That loud noise you keep hearing is Connor drinking water and slamming his cup down because he doesn't understand how microphones work. 
or chairs or podcasts or anything, really, because he's 14. Uh, he's our replacement for Tony this week, because Tony is in Germany. He's less mature than a 14-year-old. He's in oh. Germany, is what I was going to say. Oh, okay. To celebrate Oktoberfest. So while he's away, uh, things are going to get non-traditional, because he likes to run a tight ship. I can't <laughs> say just, that with no. a serious face. No. <laughs> Does he not? He th- he thinks he does. I guess Tyler that's all that's important. Listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of the time, this show's not appropriate for Connor to listen to. I'm on uh, it. You when you're on it, we're definitely um, more tame. I think. Are we? Yeah. I say cunt less when he's around. Oh yeah, yeah. less. Yes. You drive with me. I like do. I mean, no, you. I drive with you. Yeah, you ride in the car while I'm driving. Is yeah. what you're meaning to say? I am an angry driver. This is nothing. That's the only it. word you say. Cunt. Tony's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when it's embarrassing when we go through drive-throughs because that's all she'll say. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> let's let's talk about. Can I get a number, cunt? <laughs> There's so many jokes I can make, but I can't. Yes, please don't. Let's Diet talk about cunt. comic. Let's talk about comic books instead. Before the FCC comes knocking on our door. First podcast ever to get fined by, fined by the FCC. Are you saying the FCC won't let you be? Oh. Ah. That's gonna um, have to be the name of the episode. So, comic books. Which is why we're all here today. <laughs> Comic books. I'm here because I had to. You did not have to be here. You could go now. I can't drive. <laughs> all right. So. Yes. I finally read um, Jean Grey Phoenix Generation. Oh, yeah. You have been looking forward to this. I have. And it's been out for a while and I missed it because I'm a bad fan. Yeah. Um, and Tony really wanted me to read it and see what I thought. And so I figured since he wasn't here, I would read it then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so much like the all the other Generations books, it takes the now version of the character and puts it at some time in the original character's past. So this is current Jean Grey. This is so this one is really fucked up because really it's current Jean Grey who is actually Jean Grey from the past, brought to the future, going back to the past to interact with an older version of herself from her past, but not her past where she came from, in the future from that past, but in the past from where she's at now. I wonder why I never got into X Men. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, it, it can get very confusing. Or comic books. <laughs> X Men is usually very. I've gotten into comic books. I just got into Batman, where there's basically a story, right? Oh. Yeah. Instead of five versions of something, yeah, having to do with time travel and alternate versions of things and people dying and coming back to life and et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. It's easier when your universe keeps rebooting itself. Yes. You know. Yes. So, in Jean Grey, the comic book that's going on right now, Jean feels as as though she's being hunted by the Phoenix Force. Like, it's trying to warn her that it's coming for her. And she's kind of trying to prepare herself for the incoming power or whatever. She doesn't want to do it. 
when she first got pulled to this current time period, she was immediately put on trial for the crimes of the Phoenix. Which she hadn't even done yet. She was yeah. the younger version of herself who had not been the Phoenix. It's like Minority Report. Kind of, yeah. She was being tried for something before she even did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Tom Cruise movie. So that's why I haven't heard of it. Yep. Hey, <laughs> 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 so, oh, so, sucks. So, in these Generations books, these characters get thrown into the past. They don't know. It just happens suddenly. They don't know where they're at or why they just suddenly they're somewhere else so when Jean first realizes she's not in Kansas anymore um at first she thinks she's maybe on a different planet or something but she realizes it's earth she's on a beach actually um and somebody says to her oh look another redhead because you know they're so rare I guess yeah in comic books especially so he's like oh maybe at a beach Redheads tend to burn easily, so yeah, <laughs> it's yep. weird to see a couple redheads <coughs> at the beach. Um, they just burst into flames. Yeah, well, it is Jean Grey, so yeah. that is possible. Yeah. But um, so she, you know, they say, "Oh, maybe they're sisters. They look so much alike." So she realizes that her that she's in the past, and mm. there's another version of herself here, mm. and it happens to be the Jean after she becomes the Phoenix. And she saves everybody, but she thinks they all have died. And before she becomes Dark Phoenix. So kind of like that in-between period. And now Jean, younger Jean, keeps trying to ask the older Jean about what it's like to have the Phoenix Force. When she first sees her, she can see the Phoenix Force like coming out of her body like an aura. Um... And this other gene just won't. She was, it, the, it was the weirdest thing I've ever read about this. The Phoenix gene is because they wrote her like she was just a teenager on vacation this entire time. Like she was on the beach in a really fucking tiny bikini. She had a little bit under boob going on, which, whatever. <coughs> I don't know that Jean needs under boob, but I'm not a dude, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to a club and stuff like that, and. You know, now Jean's watching past Jean, you know, manipulate her clothing so she can wear different outfits really easily and just doing stuff that this Jean hasn't mastered yet. Um, but then, uh, after enough questioning of the Phoenix, like, what is it like to have the Phoenix Force? Can you control it? Stuff like that. Older Jean just decides to take younger Jean into space with her and go to a planet where uh, Galactus is attacking. Okay. So. Like they just. Let's go fight Galactus. Yeah. Okay. Well, she wants to show her her power. Like, yeah. You know, if you can beat Galactus, then you're super powerful. Yeah. So she goes and she starts fighting with Galactus, trying to save these people. And younger Jean is like standing on the planet watching these inhabitants cower. And she gets the feeling that they're not happy to see the Phoenix, they're scared of both her and. Galactus, like, Jean doesn't seem like a hero when she's the Phoenix. She's right. being consumed by the power, which leads into the Dark Phoenix saga eventually. Um, but what was really cool about this was it showed the difference between Jean when she wasn't letting the Phoenix control her and the Jean when she was, and what just what a different person she was. Um, 
But the younger Jean has powers that the older Jean didn't have. She manifested them when she was on trial for the crimes of the Phoenix. And <coughs> she fucking punched Galactus and knocked him out. Like oh. regular Jean did. Not yeah. the Phoenix Jean, like yeah. actual regular Jean. Yeah. And the his herald, who was not the Silver Surfer at this time. Was it the other guy? Yeah. His name starts with a G. The Golden Skateboarder. Yes, the Golden Skateboarder. No, it's like... Connor has a toy of him. I, I had think. a toy of him. Oh, I'm sorry. Connor <laughs> doesn't play with toys anymore, so he doesn't want people to... Just action figures. <laughs> Connor had the action figure of him, and I'm trying to remember what his name is right now. <coughs> Parax? Oh, you were off. It does not start with a G at all. No, it doesn't have a no, G. No, You know what starts with G? Uh, Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she, she punches him out, and this guy's like, oh, Galactus respects you now, so he's leaving. Like, that's kind of how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jean gets poofed back to her present, and you see other Jean, in the past Jean, flying back to Earth as the Phoenix, and says... I know we'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you again, which is setting up this whole plot of the Phoenix Force coming back to mm. Marvel, which is probably I. We surmised a couple podcasts ago when they were talking about somebody coming back to mm. the Marvel universe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it might have to do with the Phoenix because they've been adding it to a couple comic books here and there. There was one, the gen, the Thor generations, the Phoenix Force was totally making out with Odin. What? Yeah. And it wasn't Jean. It was literally like a fiery woman. Like, mm. it was fire shaped like a woman. And her and Odin had something going on. So, we think they keep throwing these things in here to bring back the Phoenix. Which Sounds is, hot. It's not. I'm okay with. I thought they were bringing back but, Fantastic Four to comics. It hasn't been. Like, they haven't. It hasn't come out yet who's coming back. I thought it was Fantastic Four. That's one of the options. <clears throat> Uh, Wolverine is another option. Jean Grey, the Phoenix is another option. Mr. Miracle is another one. What? Yeah. Who's Mr. Miracle? Well, obviously it's probably not going to be him because nobody knows who he is. But <laughs> I think it's Fantastic Four because they're bringing, they're doing a comic of. They're doing a comic of the Fantastic Four. Yes. Is as it... long as they're not doing a movie. Uh, but anyway, I mean, this this. Or... This book was, it was okay. I yeah. mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was very clearly a one-shot. So the, this there wasn't a huge entangling story in it. I mean, it was kind of cool to see G, the older Jean in the in-between stages of her, between the, when she got the Phoenix Force and when Mastermind got, because Master, at this point, Mastermind's stalking her. And she can't see him because he's got his illusion. Mastermind. Jason Weingard. He's the one that turns Jean into the Dark Phoenix. He gets into her head and mind fucks her so hard that she turns into the Dark Phoenix. Is that the guy with the the flowing blonde hair and like the nice shirt? No. Well, no. Am I thinking of the car- the, the cartoon? You might be. His illusion it looks way different. So in the X Men First Class movie, gross. Uh, Kevin Bacon was Ew. mastermind. Wait, no, he wasn't. I don't wasn't remember he? Kevin Bacon. No, he was being not Mastermind. Kevin Bacon was He was in some that. other villain. Like, because I remember. He was in. Cause, no, X Men First Class? 
Yeah. I totally don't remember that. Because they did that. the, um, what the hell is that group? Hellfire Club. Wasn't he Mastermind? Wasn't no, he Jason he Lingard? No, he was like this dude that like, because I, I remember the one, like one scene in that movie. Well, it was two. a terrible movie. I Footloose was in that movie? Yes. Yeah, Kevin Bacon was in that movie. Then they shot a bunch of rocket launchers at him, and he was like, nah, fam. And he shot the rocket launchers back at people. So, I don't think that's a mastermind thing. Uh, um, well, because he absorbed the energy. Oh, he was Sebastian Shaw. You're right. Hey, oh. He was the other guy from... <clears throat> anyway. Besides the point. So that was that was cool. I mean, the story didn't blow my mind or anything. Yeah. It kind of, it didn't tell me anything. I didn't already know. It showed that the phoenix was kind was corrupting force, mm-hmm. which everybody knows already. Yeah. It kind of showed that the phoenix was coming back to get Jean, which I kind of assumed was happening anyway. Was um, it nice to read a phoenix story? It was. It was nice to see see her back in that costume. The yeah. cover on this is amazing. I love the. Yeah. The, the Phoenix Force. Yes, effect. it looks yeah. it looks so good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It, I I'm really looking forward to see how this Gene handles getting the Phoenix Force mm-hmm. because she's so much younger than when she got it originally. She has different powers now. <clears throat> I would say that she's more powerful now than she was originally because yeah. she manifested those new powers. And she's being written in a time where women have a bigger voice and more power in general. Like, mm-hmm. she's the leader of the X, one of the X-Men teams right now. Younger Jean was written to be very, you know, like... She was the damsel in distress. Yeah, she was the girl that everybody loved. She was the girl next door. Everybody loved Jean. Like, Wolverine and, uh, and well, Cyclops. Even, even in the old ones, like, all the, all the boys yeah. loved Jean. Like, they all wanted a dater. And that was just kind of her character for a really long time. And this Jean is definitely more feisty. Like, she's a girl of the modern age now, even though she's from the past. So right. it'll be really interesting to see how different it is when she actually gets the Phoenix Force this time. Must be nice to have your favorite superhero in a good comic book. Are you talking about Iron Fist? And Rocket. I thought and you liked those comic books. They're all right. Like, they're not... They're not, like, that good. Oh. No? I mean, they're not, like... It, like, 20 years from now, I'm not... if and I'm not going to be like, man, I remember reading well, that comic. to be fair, there are many X-Men stories involving Jean Grey that I could care less about. Like, just because she's my favorite character doesn't mean I love every single thing that's ever been written that she's in. It's like Josh with Batman. He likes Batman. Doesn't mean he likes every single Batman story. It kind of died off a little while back when I... So... Uh, when Joker came back, ironically. Just because you love characters... Jared Leto? No, but pretty much the Joker that Jared Leto was based off of. Ew. It was suck. like... Yeah, it was. Joker. I think it was after the Court of... Oh, no, it was after the whole Riddler storyline. Oh, the one where he cuts off his own face? There's that Joker who was cool... Oh, but then three, they like three jokers. it was the guy after that where he looked like Jared Leto's Joker, Ew. and it was like it just was not very good. Yeah, yeah, cause and the and the writing kind of was not great for that time. Anyway, so uh, what did Tommy Wiseau say 
when the phoenix told him he had to wear deodorant. Oh, hi, Jean. <laughs> You're such a dork. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, been our... waiting the whole time you were talking. <laughs> we need to get some sort of like sponsor for like our dad joke of the podcast. Hug <laughs> to you, bye. Is his girlfriend named Jean? No, movie? get it. Hi, Jean. Hi, oh, Jean. hi, Jean. Hi, Jean is... Oh, oh the light bulb just <laughs> yeah. went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That's good. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> um, all you right. liked it once you understood it. <laughs> so, second review of yes. the week. Both of us read... The second issue of Dark Knight's Metal. Yes. I don't want to review this one in full like we did the last one because yeah. I don't want to just uh, I don't want this podcast to just be a running commentary of every single issue of this book. Right. Yeah. So. And honestly, personally, I felt like a lot of it didn't really deserve it. But was it not that good? The ending is awesome. The ending is awesome. A lot of the book it's is so a build up. It's so worth it. It's so worth it just for the ending. A lot of the book is a build up. I, the one thing I got from this book, which you know about Batman, but he has, the people that are in his life, his family, his Bat family, are very loyal to him. <gasps> yeah. What? So he, so Josh is showing Connor the last two pages of the book right now, which involves that's, that's, many that's... Batmans, many Batmans. That's all I'm going to say. Um, they are very exciting looking Batmans, though. <laughs> And if you guys pick this book up, definitely. I mean, just for the last few pages, it's definitely worth it. It absolutely is. Um, Does it look good? I do. Comic. Yeah, the comic is drawn yeah, really it's well. Scott or uh, it's Greg, Greg Capullo, and Capullo never does any bad drawings. No, uh-huh. it's it's drawn really. It's written really well, of course. It's written by Scott Snyder. There's a baby <laughs> dark side in it. Yes. Wow. I think it's adorable. Please. Scott Snyder related to Zack Snyder? No. No. No, they just have a last name. Yeah, it's a pretty common, common name. last name. Yeah? Um, They're both in the kind so, of So, so... DC especially. My One of my pros to this... You gotta stay on focus here, kid. Sorry. One of my pros to this book... Uh, I liked that... So, very briefly in the beginning, the Justice League is going after Batman because he stole the bag that has something in it that they feel is very important to the storyline. Which, at first, I thought it was, like, in the first book when he took the piece of Nth Metal. Right. I was thinking that's what it was, but it wasn't. No. It was something else. Yeah. So, and you don't know what. You don't know what's in this bag. Well, I think it was Baby Dark Side. It was. I, was, <laughs> I realized that, and I was like, oh, shit, I spoiled that. And then um, I was like, well, so we'll just not say that's what's in the bag. So the Justice League are going after Batman, but he's, like, uh, left transmitters all over the world with his heartbeat yeah. in them so that they would be drawn to all these different places looking because, for him. Because Superman knows his heartbeat. Yes, because they love each other that much. Yes, there's totally, like, a bromance yeah. going on there. Um, but they get to the point where they find him, and it's, it's just a ton of Batman, like... Everyone that's in the Bat family, save for Robin, who is um, Damien. Damien. The Damien version of Robin. Ew. um, Is dressed as Batman and kind of trying to lead them on a wild goose chase. Um, And Clayface is there, too, which I thought 
was really interesting because that was the one that Superman thought was the real Batman. Yeah. But he was not. He he's just a good had guy a, now. He just had a trans. Well, he's working with Batman. He just had a transmitter stuck in his body that made it sound like Batman's heartbeat, which was right. very smart. Again, another. Batman's always going to be smarter than one everybody step ahead else. Of everybody. And they're all carrying around these things in their bags because they're all wearing bags to throw them off. Yeah. And it's these flowers because they're in. Swamp Thing territory, right? And which is so, was a great thing to have pop up, but yeah. at, as soon as uh, Wonder Woman was like, "Cyborg, what are our coordinates now?" You know, yeah. and he's like, "Oh my God, we're in!" And then he, and then Swamp Thing shows yeah. up. I'm like, seriously, you guys don't know where you are in the plant on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like, oh wait, this is Swamp Thing territory. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it, it the, the way it turns and the way Batman's kind of Batman has been fooled into going to a particular location. Yeah. And what happens after that was very cool ending in that double page spread of It's a very Scott Snyder yes. way of doing very this. Very excited about that middle Batman. It ties it, what I love about the, Scott Snyder is his ability to tie seemingly completely innocuous things together. To make it seem like, oh yeah, this was the plan the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, was this really the plan? It could have been. <laughs> he could have been planning this the He's, whole time. Scott Snyder writes Batman like Batman. He's yeah. always 20 steps ahead of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, he does. That's a really good way to put that. That's why Scott That's Snyder like he, writes the best Batman. Yeah. Did yeah. He? I feel like Scott Snyder needs to hear you say that. <laughs> because... That's he would think that's the best compliment anybody could give him. I think is he the one that wrote the Arkham games? No, no, I don't think so. Not that I know of. I don't know what the Arkham games storyline is. Uh, good. That's what it is. It's not like a story. You know, it's a Batman story. Oh, the Arkham games. Yeah, Yeah. like the. But yeah, the, the video games. The video games. I thought you were referring to a comic book. The Arkham games. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds like a. Oh, that sounds like a dope comic. I mean, it does. I was like, I've never heard of this one, and my kid has. How have I never heard of this? Yeah. Because it's not a thing. That's right. why. <laughs> That's why, yeah. Um, but anyway, like I told the guy at the comic book store, I don't normally read Batman. Dark Knight's Metal. But when I do, it's Scott's Dark Knight's Metal. <laughs> it's Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, it's, it's, <coughs> you don't have to have read any other stuff. I mean, obviously, it probably helps, but it's it's very good. The one con I have to this story is the name of the last metal that they had to forge in Gotham. It was almost as bad. It's called Batmantium. Batmanium. Batmanium. It's almost as bad as Unobtainium. Yeah. (laughs) Is that actually the name of the metal? That was was the metal in, um, God, the blue... People planning Avatar. Avatar, they were they were Unob- mining unobtainium because you could not obtain, obtain it? it on yeah. Earth. So, <sighs> so those are our reviews for this week. We got a little bit of news. There's one more review, mother. Oh yes, would you like to review this one? No, I have another. I I have one I could review. Yeah, but I think you should review. Tell me about it. Well, it's the Constantine books. Okay. I think they're weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like just review? the Constantine books in general, like, like the, all the new, of them. Are you, the new Hellblazers. 
Really? I haven't read the newest ones. I'm just, but, but I've that's, never... that's the series you're talking about, right? Yeah. The most recent the Rebirth Hallways ones. Yeah. They're weird. He talks about dry humping elephants. Hmm. He's bisexual. Hmm. I mean, that's not weird. No. But. Dry uh, humping elephants is. I'll give you well, yeah. that. Yeah. And he, like, pretty sure he's high all the time. Well, he smokes cigarettes. Yeah, but maybe he's smoking more than no. cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. He is Constantine. He's, like, <clears throat> he's falls const- deep in the dark arts. He's constantly smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when a, a young boy tries to tell a dad joke. I <laughs> know. Oh, it doesn't quite work, does it? No. They just no. don't have that deep tenor in their voice. <laughs> That makes them sound just that more daddish. Constantly smoking cigarettes. Or the or the false confidence. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be the funniest joke ever. <laughs> I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. <laughs> but he's I'm gonna like, die before any of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about like there's there's just they're really confusing to read. Yeah. Which makes sense. This is not a helpful review. No. I mean, it's good. Like, the villains are genies. Yeah, or Jin. Jin, yeah. Well, I didn't know if you knew what Jin meant. Uh, yeah, I'm a smart girl. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Alright. <laughs> right. He, he, he... Swamp Thing's in it. Which... Speaking of Swamp Thing, what do you have to say, Mom? <laughs> I thought you were just going to do the whole... This is so, such thought, a weird narrative happening I thought here. you were going to do the whole lead-in there. Len Wine died this week. Yeah, that's what I was going to... I wanted you to say <laughs> this it. Such a horribly inappropriate way to transition I know. Well, so Len Wine, co-creator in. of Swamp Yeah, Man. yeah. The other guy died, too, I yes. think. Last year. Yes. Uh, no, earlier this year, Mr. Bernie Wrightson. Oh, yeah, because they did something. F- yep. Yeah. So both of, the, both of the creators of something have passed this year. Yes. Um, more importantly, what? Len Wein rebirthed the X-Men with Giant Size X-Men number one, which introduced... The oh, greatest yeah. X-Men of all time. Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus... It brought in Wolverine, which he also created when he was on The Incredible Hulk, because that was the first appearance of the Wolverine was in The Incredible Hulk. Oh, man. He added the... He added Wolverine to this uh, X-Men crew and totally reinvigorated the X-Men. Like, Hmm. it was on its decline. The idea of the X-Men was good when it first started, but it wasn't going anywhere. It was the same five characters... They were falling into the same... It was very much like the Scooby Gang sort of comic, you know, where they would fall into a battle with an arch nemesis, and then everything would kind of get tied up neatly eventually. Like, it was never... There was never a ton of conflict. Like Power Rangers. Yeah, kind of. Also, they all had lame <laughs> outfits. Well, Wait, calm down now. Are we talking about original or giant size? We're talking about original. Oh, yeah, they had lame outfits. I liked Marvel Girl's outfit. Well, yeah, all the other ones had, like... Gross looking. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the bad stuff. Sorry. We're here to talk about the good stuff. Yeah. And we're talking about Len Wein's body of work. So, this man single handedly has given us so many, well, shitty movies. 
Sorry, Len. It's not your fault. <laughs> Did he direct? You oh, because the X Men movies. He only yeah. created the source. I thought you were saying like he wrote movies. No, he, he. I mean, I didn't. I didn't he wrote Geely. It was. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did not get into the X Men when it was original X Men. I got into yes. the X Men post Giant Size X Men number one. That is the X Men I grew up with. When do you know when that came out? Was that nineties? I feel like it was way before the nineties. Oh yeah, it was definitely. It was like seventies or something, 80s. wasn't it? Eighties. Uh, uh, God, you guys are putting me on the spot here. Google. <laughs> Um, I feel like it was even before, it was early 70s, I want to say, because the Phoenix Saga was in the 70s, I believe, too. What? And... It's in the 70s? It's too early. Boy! Yeah? You weren't even a thought in anybody's mind until th- 2002. Yeah, but I know, so. I know comic book history, <laughs> and that's not in the 70s. I was like Your mom wasn't even born. <laughs> my, my dad was. He's old. <laughs> In 1975, uh, yeah, Mr. Wine joined with the artist David Cockrum to relaunch Marvel's comics X-Men. So, Jaisa's X-Men came out in 1975. Yeah, the Phoenix Saga was probably... It was a couple years after that. Early 80s. Late 70s. I feel like it was... No, That's in the seven, late 70s. It's still in the 70s, child. <laughs> yeah, but... I know you don't understand 70s. how decades work. I do know. <laughs> I'm at I'm at least a decade old. Anyway, arguments <laughs> arguments aside, it's very undisputable that this man the late seventies are in the seventies. <laughs> that this man had huge influence on comic books. Obviously, bringing back the X Men, making them as popular as they did, setting it up for Chris Claremont to take over, and oh yeah, be on the X Men for as long as he was because these characters were so much more interesting and dynamic um making the team bigger making it more giant size giant sized yes um on top of that len also brought us alan moore because he is the one that hired alan moore to work on the swamp thing did he and he he also died right no alan moore did no he didn't No, alan moore is solidly still a recluse over in england um he also was the editor on The Watchmen. Yeah. Done by Alan Moore. So, and Frank Miller. N- not only... Wait. wait. Frank Miller You did... need to stop. Oh. <laughs> Frank Miller. Oh. He didn't do that? No. 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 Whoops. Never mind. <laughs> I thought he did. He right. take you back to school, mister. I know a lot about comic book history. I do. Just not... Not that. Is, Not he still, that. is he still hyped up from the black tea this morning? Maybe. I think it's those those truffles I made that you oh, ate two of. Yeah. So, very sad, the passing of Len Wine. I know he had been sick late, lately. He had just gone through a couple surgeries. So, it's just sad when people who are so influential and something that you love so much pass away. But he created my favorite X-Men. Who's that? Wolverine. Oh, I thought you were, were going to say Nightcrawler. No, screw Nightcrawler. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I love that little fuzzy blue guy. I like Wolverine the best. Wolverine's a little fuzzy guy. Yeah, that's he's true. not blue. He's not blue, though. Unless he's when he's sad about Jean Grey. Aww. Hell. <laughs> anyway, also, uh, earlier this year when they made 
when the other creator of Swamp Thing died, they like Bernie Wrightson. Yeah, they put him in Injustice, and they did Injustice too, and they did like a whole thing like no, his they? outro is him turning into a plant angel, and like him flying up into the sky, and maybe that's supposed to represent going to heaven. I don't know. I'm sure that is what that's supposed to represent. Yeah, but that's cool. So, Len Wine, right, created Swamp Thing, created Wolverine, brought in these characters that weren't just heroes. They had, I mean, Wolverine, arguably not necessarily a hero. Very much. Very anti-hero-ish. Swamp Thing wants to be a hero very hard because of who he is. He does it for the green. I have literally never read a single Swamp Thing. There are some amazing I've heard Swamp Thing stories out there. And he's the best buddy of Constantine. Uh, yes. So, uh, definitely made modern comics more what they are today, giving characters more depth and flaws and stuff like that, as opposed to just the one dimension, you're a hero or you're a villain. So, he has to be applauded for that. Comics know. wouldn't be where they were today if it weren't for people like Len Wein. So... That's the biggest news I have this week. Um, there was a really awesome photo of Hellboy that yes. came out. David Barber from Stranger Things. Harbor. Is Not, it Harbor? I thought it yeah. was Barber. No, it's Harbor. It's H-A-R-B-O-U-R. Okay. Anyway. Yes. The guy from Stranger Things who the plays the sheriff. sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. He cast in a new Hellboy movie. Uh, they released the photo of him in makeup. Yes. Looks and awesome. Yes, does look awesome. Looks like Ron Perlman. Looks, looks like Ron. exactly like looks Ron like Perlman. Ron and he kind of sounds like Ron Perlman, too. I wouldn't be surprised. They totally... I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, just do Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman Hellboy? Yeah, just well, do that. He's the best Hellboy. Now, so... Well, and then threw well, cash in his face. But, so, <laughs> until he did it. So, let's, let's think about this. Does Hellboy look like Ron Perlman, or does Ron Perlman look like Hellboy? Did they just do a really good job on that makeup? No, Make- I he lit his face. You think like, it comes through in that photo? Totally looks like Ron Perlman's. Like it looks. Is it Ron Perlman as Ron Perlman or Ron Perlman as Hellboy? Both. I mean, Hellboy. Even Ron Perlman as Hellboy looked like Ron Perlman. You think so? I think he looks more like Ron Perlman when he's in Hellboy makeup than when he's not. Well, yes. <laughs> he looks nothing like Ron Perlman when he's not in Hellboy makeup. Yeah. No, I, I like the, the, it's the frown that he's got going on, which Ron Perlman always has. Right. Because you know? he has and, a big mouth. And, well, yeah, he kind of does. He kind of does. And it's almost like he's got this straight down mouth where it's like his bottom lip goes straight down. There's no chin. It just goes down and back. Yeah. It's a very square face. Got like a jutting... Yeah, Job. and he does exactly the same thing in there. Um, so he looks really freaking good, which He's, is cool. Like he looks, if he does Ron well, Perlman throughout the whole thing, he looks jacked in fine. this fucking photo. Yeah, it's so fake. It's he. He looks massive. There's uh, no way the guy that we, we were just watching Stranger Things earlier today, right. and he had his shirt off in there. There's no way within just a couple years. I would. I would less say than a, a year. year. Yeah, he went from that to that. I think he could. I think he could tone, and I think he could get some muscle. But the size That's of the superhuman. The size of oh of, yeah, those are. Of, <coughs> Have of you seen Hellboy's? Chris Pratt? Well, Chris Pratt worked a very long time to get into that shape. 
and this that's pack not doesn't Chris have pack. giant pecs. Well, yeah, that's closer pecs, to that's closer to Thor. These pecs could uh, fit in like a name. C cup bra. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> they're huge. You could totally like. But his arms too. Yeah. In those <laughs> motorboat. <pecs>. Yes. <laughs> motorboat him. It looks like he's about to breastfeed somebody. Anyway, so there's that, and then his arms are really huge, and, and I think I was thinking prosthetics. It looks they like probably are CGIing thing. it, but. It, it, it looks amazing, though. It does. It looks really good. So anybody, I think anybody that had any doubts that the sheriff from Stranger Things could be Hellboy, this picture totally... Puts it to shame. Yeah. yeah puts, it puts people's minds at ease. Yeah. On top of the fact that they're most likely doing a rated R Hellboy movie. Mm. Hopefully. I don't see why not. I because mean, he's not wearing pants in the photo. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. That would be a rated X Hellboy movie. <laughs> but he's probably got a huge hell dick or something. <laughs> I don't know what hell dick looks a, like. It's I have I have plenty of comic oh, book friends out yeah. there though, so Gross. <laughs> if there's any any artists out there who want to illustrate a hell dick for me, <laughs> my god, give you twenty bucks to do it. You're getting all right. You're gonna start paying for dick pics from um. artists. <laughs> All right. Um, but so, thanks. I mean, the original Hellboys were PG thirteen. Yeah. Very they were? still. Yeah. Very well done. Uh, yeah, Guillermo <laughs> del Toro is my boy. Well, Guillermo del Toro is very good at creatures. Yeah. So those movies were very well done. They're beautifully done. Ooh. Like, even if the story was shitty, they were still really nice to look at. And the story wasn't shitty, but they were really yeah. nice to look at. Second one, actually, not the second one. Thanks to movies like. Deadpool and Old Man Logan. Just Logan. Well, it's basically Old Man Logan. All right. But thanks to those movies, now we can have, before when Hollywood was afraid to make rated R movies, now it's more acceptable. They can take these dark movies and actually do rated R movies. Do you have an opinion about this? They had some rated R movies before those. They had Blade. Punisher. They had Punisher. I don't think, I doubt Ghost Rider was rated R. It doesn't count as a Marvel movie. Yeah, was was the Tom Jane Punisher rated R? The newest one? Or the I, there one? was a lot of violence in that movie, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that I was would, a soft I would actually, R. I would be, it was a soft R, but yeah. it was R nonetheless. There yeah. were boobs in it for like a second. Tom, the Thomas Jane one? Is that in the 80s? Is that the no. 80s one? Oh. That's the Dolph Lundgren one. <gasps> he was Punisher? Was that Dolph Lundgren? I know Dolph Lundgren did do a Punisher movie. He wasn't Punisher. He was, like, the Russian. <laughs> I'm not talking about Rocky. No, literally. <laughs> no, literally there's a villain. There's a Punisher film called The Russian. and He's, he's like a mob boss. He's literally oh. just a giant Russian dude with a strange I, I never shirt. saw it. I just know I saw the um, the movie box plenty of Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher or in The Punisher. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Punisher, Dolph Lundgren, 1989. Yeah. With Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's directing the Hubble movie? You know? Um, I don't remember who is directing the. Speaking of Hellboy, Hellboy is gonna be in Injustice Two. Yes. Yeah, as a DLC character. Because. He's in Dark Horse. Dark Horse, and that's a. Yeah, because. Owned no. by DC. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and there's also a Variant. I was gonna say Constantine came from Dark Horse. He did. No, he came from Variant. 
Just like V for Vendetta. I think Variant became Dark Horse, though. No. Didn't they? Well, I'll say this. He was in these this book. Constantine, Constantine. yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, you yeah. in Metal? Yeah. Um, he was in this. He's becoming a bigger character. He was in a Justice League cartoon for kids. Are you talking about the... Justice League action. Justice League action, not Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark was rated R, wasn't it? The animated one? No, I I wouldn't see why it would be. Okay. But no, there's a Cartoon Network show called Justice League Action that's surprisingly for a cartoon with superheroes in it right now. It's good. There aren't really any good superhero cartoons right now. All the Marvel ones suck. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And. Hellboy is being directed by Neil Marshall. Dog Soldiers? He did Dog Soldiers. He did a couple episodes of Constantine. A couple episodes of Game of Thrones. The Descent, which I fucking love that movie. That movie scared the shit out of me. The Descent. It's about these girls who go down into a cave and they end up getting trapped in the cave. And a lot of the movie is very claustrophobic and it ends up being a horror movie at the end but yeah, i think you've mentioned that before yeah. i've never seen it super like i suffer slightly from claustrophobia so watching this movie totally made me anxious which therefore made it scary i feel like everybody suffers from a little bit of claustrophobia all right minimize my you know, problems you know what i want to hear about and i think our listeners might be interested in for a review, okay, would be a review of the movie It. Oh, uh, Connor saw it. Guess who watched? So this that? is going to be a Connor review of the yeah. movie It. So I... good luck to you guys. Well, I lo- <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I thought compared to the original, which watching it as a fourteen year old in two thousand seventeen, I thought it sucked. I thought, especially I mean, it was in, but yeah, it, I didn't like it. The old one, but the new one. It's good. Actually, creeps me out. The guy who played Pennywise was way better than Tim Curry. No offense to Tim Curry, if he's listening. <laughs> he's one of our biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Finn, no, not not well, Finn. Well, screw you, Connor. <laughs> That's my Tim Curry. Is he British? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, he did a really good job and it kind of made me wonder if he could play the Joker because he kind of has that look. What, what else was he in? He was in something else. He was in big. Atomic was... Blonde. Allegiant. Legion. That's right. Allegiant. Allegiant. Oh. Allegiant. You, which you haven't seen. It's uh, yeah. Allegiant was the... Uh, Divergent. The third one for Divergent? I don't know. The second one? The first one was okay and then all the other ones were suck. He had something that I saw him in. But, Did you ever watch the TV show Hemlock Grove? No. But the yeah. acting was good. All the kids, especially my boy Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, he played Richie, and that was good. It was, uh, it was good. Yeah. You would recommend it. I would recommend it. I thought the acting was good. I thought the special effects was good. I thought it was spoopy. And spoopy. Hey, Connor just made up a new word. No, that is not a new word. It's it's when it's so so spooky. It makes you poop. You poop. Yeah, it's no, spoopy. It's you old people. 
<laughs> but what, th- what does spoopy mean? Enlighten us, old people. It, it's just another word for spooky. I like Josh's definition of it. Yeah, it maybe that is spooky. It makes you poop. It's spoopy. That's a what's, word you kids actually funny, say. What's funny is really what's funny is there's nothing that's like so spooky it would actually make you shit yourself. No, you know it's scary enough. Yeah. To make well, you shit so a lot of the times, I think at some point in time, somebody just mispronounced it and went with it so hard that they made people believe that it was an actual word. Well, so it's used for things that are like supposed to be scary or like mock scary, spoopy, spoopy. Yeah, like silly Halloween direction or directions, decorations are spoopy. They're spoopy. They're yeah. supposed to be spooky. They're yeah, spoopy. They're too spoopy for me, is what people say. Or spooky. I don't know. Man. Kids yeah. these days. Yeah. But anyway, I liked I liked it. <laughs> Thanks, Morty. <That's> good. Um <laughs> <laughs> But anyway. I liked it. Uh what else do we have going on? So episode nine oh. of Star Wars. Yeah. Lost this director. Yeah. Got a new one. JJ yeah. Abrams. I can't remember if we talked about JJ Abrams. He's done things in the past. He has. He? Yes. He's done a couple things. Wait, yeah. who who's JJ Abrams again? Um He was he's no, just, he was uh, he uh he, he did directed that show on Fox that uh where everybody got uh, lost. Got lost. Yeah. Oh Survivor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And <laughs> He, he did that one show. No, it's a movie. It's like a reboot of older movies. It's like Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. Uh, he also did episode seven. 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 So, um, so he's back on nine. So. Yeah. And a bunch of people apparently are. There is a petition out there to get him fired on yeah. episode nine because what they the... hated what he did on episode seven. I, that blows my mind. It blows my mind too. Such now, a good movie. to be fair, I am not like a hardcore Star Wars fan. Like me. Like I like Star You're, Wars. Yeah. I like it a lot, yeah. but I'm also not like. I'm not so into it that I get angry about stupid shit right. like this petition. And like, you don't learn how to speak Wookie. Right. Like, right. I assume some and Star Wars. The, I don't. One of the biggest complaints about Episode Seven, I guess, was, I did not hear complaints about it, but I actually remember we watching. I can't remember what TV show we were watching, but it was somebody on the TV show was like, "I'm going to say it, and everyone's going to hate me for it, but Episode Seven isn't as good as everybody thinks it is." <laughs> like I don't I understand. Don't remember that either. Yeah. But. So the the biggest complaint about J.J. Abrams on episode seven was he didn't bring anything new to the franchise. It was basically a rehash of A New Hope. BBA was, and they're not wrong. No. It yeah. was kind of a rehash of like they they followed the same plot direction very closely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that that's a huge like. Here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing about Star Wars fans. They're pissed if you follow the originals too closely. Yeah. They're pissed if you take it too far away from the source material. Right. What the fuck are we supposed to do, Star Wars fans? Tell J.J. Abrams what you want. Do you want him to stick to the original format that was highly successful? Or do you want him to go so far off the books that it pisses you off even more? Like, Don't make him bring back Jar Jar. (laughs) Jar Jar Abrams. Because that was the other... George... 
George Lucas said that he would Ew. be willing to come back to do like the end of the and I don't know whether the end Ugh. means episode nine or if they're yeah. planning on doing more in the future. Yes, I got loads of stories. <laughs> That's how he talks now. So I mean, these are your options. Get George Lucas to come back, keep JJ Abrams on it. Or Glamro del Toro. Well, Glamro del Toro. Glamro. He, he can't he has a hard time saying that guy's Glamro. Guillermo. Guillermo. There you go. Whatever people say. <laughs> Guy Fieri, but it's Guy Fietti, because he's Italian. Well, it has an R in it, so it confuses Americans. That exactly. Don't understand that it's Guillermo like or Guillermo has an L in it. Yeah. So it confuses. It's Spanish. Guillermo. Yeah, Fietti is like. Italian, so I don't see what you're trying to say. I don't know why we're comparing Guillermo del Toro <laughs> to the guy on the Food Network. I don't know why you're saying you pronounce this one name correctly, therefore you're allowed to pronounce this other one incorrectly. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. Other people do it for yeah. less important people. <laughs> right. Sorry, Guy Fietti. Fietti. Guy Fietti. Fieri. Fieri, not Guy Ferrari. Like I'll car. just never say his name, and that'll solve it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, just, to me, it's JJ, just, yeah, it's, he, yeah, he did an amazing job with I Star think he Wars, did too. and I really am glad that he's coming back to, to I am too. finish it off. It, it makes sense. Yes, you know what um, I heard. N- nerds need to calm down. And if you don't, we get so enraged, and yeah. I'm guilty of it too. I get upset at the X Men movies all the fucking time. Yeah, don't talk to me about them because I will point out every single bad thing in every single X Men movie. And the but, one good thing. And the one good thing. When and the uh, the the thing you got to also keep in mind is the fact that this will be the last of this trilogy. Yeah. My my guess is they're gonna do not a reboot after that, but the, they'll probably continue on the story with another trilogy. But it'll probably have a, a new look and feel to it. It'll be expanded right. you know? universe. Maybe. That's I mean, what well, I'm thinking. Because there's so much that they can do. They can just keep talking about this family. You know? They just go <laughs> another generation other down. Never has one family been so important to the storyline of a film franchise. Basically, like, I, I think I think I remember... <laughs> I remember seeing one thing where it was talking about how Star Wars... The entire story of Star Wars is about one family fucking up the entire galaxy yeah. for everyone else. Yeah. And it's totally true. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but they could do, like, stuff with the old school, old, uh... Like, if they did stuff based on the old Republic, like the video game, mm-hmm. like, in that timeline, that'd See, be dope. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be those cutaway movies, though. You know, the every other year movies. Yeah, like the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Which... Oh, the, uh... The, who was it? Ron Howard released an yeah. uh, image... From that this last week. Oh, he did. Yeah. It Wait, was... is he directing it? Yeah. yeah. He took over because these movies can't hold on to a director. No. Oh. Which is the other thing. You're mad that J.J. Abrams is back, but he's gonna do the movie. Yeah. Like he's. I don't know why they keep losing directors. I don't know if the pressures. We kind of t- talked about this last week, I think, but I don't know if the pressure is too great. I think the producers really keep a tight leash on these yeah. directors. They, they come in and they're like, Disney. "I'm gonna do this and yeah. this and this and this and this," and they're like, "Uh, no, you're not." So yeah. can we even be mad at J.J. Abrams for directing the movie and having it follow that plot line? That's the thing. Can I think he make those creative decisions. I think they drop this because I I feel like they're doing this with comic book movies too. They start off with a highly paid director 
to uh, kick off a trilogy, mm-hmm. but then they and they use them to set the feel for it. But then they uh, bring in uh, directors that they can pay less for the follow-up movies, right. and you just basically stay on their ass and be like, "Do not deviate from that look and feel." And it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and it is. And they totally always a lot end up doing it anyway, like Avengers, and then Age of Ultron. Yeah, because yeah. that movie did not. I didn't like it. Age of Ultron. Well, clearly, as our listeners have learned throughout this podcast, there's not a lot you like. I am very picky. (laughs) He's 14. Um. (laughs) (laughs) The world sucks. So let's talk about something else you don't like. Oh, wait, no. While we're on Star Wars, I got some news for you. Oh. That's not only Star Wars related, but comic book related. Whoa. I know. So there's this, apparently, a Star Wars comic... That's either old or new. No, it's new. It's new? It's The Last Jedi. It's a comic book based on The Last Jedi. But. It's called Star Wars The Last Jedi. It spoils The Last Jedi. Yes. And Mark Hamill was like, Basically, don't read that, fam. This, <gasps> yeah. this is another one of those instances where the comic book is coming out ahead of the movie. And if you read the comic book, it will spoil the movie for you. So Mark Hamill. Has, Why the fuck do they do that? Mark Hamill has gone out and said, don't read. If you don't want the movie spoiled, don't read the comic book. Yeah. Which. Usually, they try not to let these stars do, like, go out and speak against a property that is in cohort. Obviously, they're going to make more money off that comic book than they're going to from the movie. Right, yeah. You know? But, yeah, I don't know why they... Yeah, that's that's on. like that's the like. How do they not burn every fucking copy of that? Yeah, you I know, don't, I don't get it. Especially either. Star Wars, with all the money that so they're putting sensitive. in the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, they they have a tight hold on the scripts for yeah. Star Wars, and even they, though they've they already print them in that red ink, so they can't be photocopied. Yeah. and they they already like there's always, there's been leaked stuff already, which I don't. I think their leaks are controlled leaks. Yeah. I think they're on purpose leaks. We've talked about this in the past too where like some the of Disney these leaks Infinity one. Some of these leaks are on, totally on purpose. Yeah, cuz yeah. how do you like accidentally leaks? Like iPhone leaks? Yeah. How a whole do you... bunch of iPhone stuff got leaked before oh. their their big announcements. Yeah. How do you accidentally do a void like in Disney Infinity, Kyle Ren says to whatever her name is, Ray uh, like, you can't stop me now, cousin. Right. How do you accidentally say And they still do that? have, they still haven't, like... Wait, what, wait, wait, wait. I don't think I know about this. So, Kylo Ren... In Disney did, Infinity. Which like, is a video game. It was a video game. video game. It's like... He did a voiceover that said that? Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't, did not use it? Or they no, did they did. It? They did in, in the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's still, they're still very tight-lipped on if she is a related to him somehow and uh, how it is. And they've gone so far as saying that she's not. So. There's like, she's the son. There's so many theories. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. They're, we're not going to figure it out. And if we would, do, like, it's either going to be really obvious or it's going to well, be nothing. Oh, wait. Cousin would mean Ray she would was be Luke's. Luke's daughter. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yes. and Unless Han Solo has <laughs> a sister somewhere yeah, that, that we, we don't know Previously about. not seen. Yeah. Well, people are saying that she's Kenobi's daughter or like granddaughter. Yeah, there's a I lot. I like of, that idea. Yeah. But it's totally going to be, it has to be Luke's daughter because of the fact that this is, like I said before, 
It's a story about how one family has fucked up the galaxy for everyone. Speaking of Obi-Wan, did you say that... Did you, on the podcast, did you say that... Connor clearly doesn't listen to the podcast like we've said before. I don't. You said that he's getting his own movie? You don't know about that? Well, they talked about doing a... No, they confirmed it. Oh, an Obi-Wan movie? Yeah. Hopefully it has the guy in it. The guy? Yeah, the guy who played him in the... Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I think I like, he's too old. Well, it depends on what age Obi-Wan Kenobi they're doing. They're going to do after... He's getting to the point where it's like... He's he too, might as well just be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi when he met Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well... <laughs> it is going to be after... Sorry. Your feet. Sorry. It's going to be... It's going to be after the prequels, but before the original trilogy. Yeah. So in between? When yeah. He, when he moves to... Uh, but it's not going to be... Tatooine. 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 Yeah. It's not going to be... Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> it's not going to be, like, Star Wars Rebel time, because he's still old in that, because he was in that. Yeah. Which, speaking of Star Wars Rebels, He aged a lot in 20 years, 18 years. <laughs> yeah, he Because did. if you think about the end of episode three... Yeah. He uh, was Ewan McGregor. Right, yeah. And... That is when Luke and Leia were born. Right. And when you meet them in episode three, four, episode four. Yes. Um, they're supposed to be 18. They're like 16, 17, 18. They're very young. They're teenagers still. And, but Obi-Wan is fucking gray as fuck. Right. So he aged hard. Yeah, <laughs> obviously Obi-Wan has spent that time on a planet... That has shorter years. He went from being like 40 <laughs> to like 80 in 18 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, even in Star Wars Rebels, which is like 10 years. Because Princess... No, it's not that. Because Princess Leia is an adult in that. Well, she's not an adult. Well, she's a general. She's an older teenager. She's still a princess in that. <laughs> but... Uh, so and he's super old in that one too. Yeah. So, so time was not good to Obi Wan. No. <laughs> Maybe it's <laughs> the all. force. Maybe yeah. he, he force aged him. <laughs> I could see that being uh, an out if they ever needed it. You know, yeah. in the in, like being like, well, the with His all the Jedi's di- count went with, down too low. With all <laughs> the Jedi's dying, like the that much death of the force or mm. something. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Or like the fight. Like the evil that he felt from fighting Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. There's a lot you can do with it. (laughs) Speaking of Mark Hamill. (laughs) When did this become Connor's show? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to do booze in a book. So. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to. We could just keep letting Connor go and have a three hour podcast. Yeah. Or we could start wrapping it up with booze in a book. Booze in a book this week. I have Runaways number one. Which is not a reboot of The Runaways. It is a later in the lives of The Runaways. So they have aged. They've fallen, kind of fallen apart. I didn't, I didn't get into the first series. Um, so, I didn't even know it existed. Well, you, you were a baby when this first series came out. I was? Yes. Oh, it's, cool. it's an older series. Um you don't necessarily have to read the original, but it is incredibly helpful to know what's going on because it drops you right into the characters. Like, if you don't know who they are, it's going to take you a minute to really... Like, you still kind of won't know what's going on. 
in their lives. Yeah. It picks up. You know, it doesn't give you any sort of rehash on what happened or introduction into the characters yet. I don't know if they're going to do it in subsequent books. I think it would be smart of them to try and reintroduce the characters to a new generation of readers who may not have read the original comic books, especially since these are focused on younger characters and are going to draw kids in. And they have that new Hulu series coming out that's based on The Runaways. I have a question about The Runaways. Do you know which, like, kid, who, whose kid is whose? No. No, we nobody knows? Is I, it, like, a specific villain? No, well, they're not villains that are well-known. <coughs> no? So no. it's not like that one it's, stupid Disney show? It's not It's not like the Descendants where you have the kid of, the, of Maleficent and the kid of Sleeping Beauty and... <laughs> Stuff like that. Those, those aren't superheroes, Connor. <laughs> uh, they're both Disney. <laughs> but anyway, it was. I still thought it was a really good book. Um, the one character in this book, her name uh, is Nico, I believe. Yes, Nico. She's a magician. Very cool powers. She can only use a spell once. So once she uses a spell, say she says heal. She can, it'll heal whatever she is trying to heal, but she can never use that spell ever again. And if she does something she weird She can happens. use other iterations of the spell. She could say, make him feel better. And mend. that would work. Or mend. But she can't ever use the same wording of a spell does again. She, does she have to keep like a notepad of like, she, oh, shit, I, I already used she that She does one. not oh. keep track because in this book a couple times she said something that she had already used and like, frogs came out of her wand or scepter <laughs> or whatever it is. And then, I was really wondering how you were going to finish that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and and it, like she used another one. It started raining in the apartment. So when she uses a spell that she's already used... Just weird stuff happens. I, I think that's really cool. I thought it was pretty cool, too. Um, so I'm pairing this with a oh, drink oh, called... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> called Black Magic. Um, cocktail. Well, it's, it's a cocktail, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the cocktail is black cherry juice um, and grenadine. Mixed with orange juice and vodka. And it Whoa. makes it like this super dark color. And you can make it shimmery like it's magical by adding in pearl dust, which is used for frosting. It's edible. Sparkles, basically. Mm. Yeah. And you put it in the drink and it looks all black and sparkly and magical. So pairing that with this book, magical time all around. Uh, but I I really liked the way this book started. It makes me kind of want to go back and re-read the originals so that I can have a handle on what's going on. But I also hope that maybe they do touch on the past in this book for readers like Connor, who probably won't go back. No, I'll just wait till the show. And reread the comic and just wait for the show, which may or may not be like the original comic book. We have no idea. Wait. So. Did... In- did Inhumans come out? Yes. The um, in theaters. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it? No. Tony watched it and it, he said it was terrible. Well, yeah, it looked terrible, especially <laughs> since they used that. But Tony also really likes the Inhumans, so his bar was quite high. But they used that one basic song. Anyway, this has been a cheer fest for all. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of Drunk on Comics. I hope you all had a. Had a fun, uh, enlightening, enlightening, uh, chipper time listening to us today. 
your words of advice from uh, Jean-Luc Picard this week. We're going to have to start paying these people. You know that, right? From the good folks at <laughs> at Picard Tips. Uh, Picard Management Tip, it's okay to be gentle and kind. Aw. Stay wow. thirsty for the podcast next week where we find out whether Connor ever took a breath. What? Oh, hi, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs>